Welcome to Markets Now. I'm Michelle Rook with Ken Beetle Paradigm Futures. And we had a mostly lower day today, except for the wheat market. And Kent uh, felt pretty much like a risk off today. What kind of pushed us into that tone? Well, you had a couple of things in the outside markets today. You, you did have some higher interest rates and uh, therefore a small rebound in the U.S. dollar, which had been, you know, kind of consistently making new lows. Uh, so with a little higher dollar, uh, you ended up with the uh, some profit taking or some risk off in the commodities uh, kind of led by uh, soybeans and specifically soybean products. I guess I'd start there and just say that, uh, you know, we've lost, you know, nearly a dollar a bushel now in um, processing margin from uh, from our highs against the January contracts. And, uh, you know, I think that that's uh, you know that's been the leader to the to the downside you know soybeans themselves you know were two-sided today and managed uh you know are, are still uh higher on the week um but it's the products that have really been uh really been tough and i think the market is trying to get ahead of argentine production here a little bit you know they've had good rainfall this year obviously they're going to probably have you know, twice the corn crop, uh, twice the soybean crop they had last year because of the uh, of the losses that they saw in the drought last year, and um, of course that means a, a fairly sizable rebound in their in their uh, crush capacity uh, in Argentina and uh, for soybean oil and soybean meal, of which they're the largest exporter. Definitely. And then we just continue to watch what's going on with maybe a little bit of an improvement in weather in Brazil. And, you know, we're really going to be watching that, especially as the calendar flips into a new year, aren't we? It's going to be yeah, more because, important even. Yeah, well, we're going to start to see more harvest actually start to pick up. There's some early harvest already um, being uh, uh, done in, in Mato Grosso. Uh, you know, quite frankly, the early harvest um, subjected the soybeans that had been planted earlier to, um, you know, sort of a worse time of it in terms of uh, heat and dryness and the and the early yields have not been good at all. Uh, you know, we continue to hear boots on the ground uh, in Mato Grosso wanting to downgrade the size of the crop. Right. Um, but uh, we have this uh, ever present extended forecast that comes and tells us that we're going to get more rain and don't worry, it's going to be okay. And it's going to be okay. I, I think that the reality has been something closer to uh, a situation where the forecasts are good. The reality of what uh, kind of rainfall we've had and the coverage that we had hasn't been quite as good. And, and ultimately, you know, I do think it's going to have some impact on uh, what the size of that crop uh, is. But again, we're going to have to wait for the combines to roll and they're going to start to roll a little heavier in the month of January. Yeah. Uh, corn obviously got a little bit of spillover from lower soybeans, the lower crude oil market here today. But, you know, there's not a lot positive to talk about in the corn market, except for maybe ethanol production numbers today. Yeah, we, uh, we got over 1.1 uh, million gallons per day. Uh, that was a very good number. It's actually the largest number that we've seen in over two years. Uh, so very happy uh, to see that pick up. We, we still have decent margins in ethanol despite lower gasoline prices, uh, the lower corn prices uh, and lower nat gas prices that we've had in the production of ethanol uh, certainly contribute to the fact that we're still able to uh, print some decent margin in that industry. And uh, they've responded by, um, this is the third consecutive week of uh, 
of, of very good production uh, in that industry. So after the first of the year, are we going to continue to see pressure in corn just because we're over 2-1 carryover and, you know, we're going to wait to see if we get some better demand besides ethanol? I mean, if exports pick up, could that turn this market around or not? So I think the exports are going to be revised upward again. We've already had one upward revision. Uh, we are running about 27% ahead of a year ago. Um, and, you know, keep in mind that this first part of the, uh, of the growing season or, or this first part of, part of the export season is when we are more uh, competitive or we have to fight harder to get market share against a Brazilian safrina corn. And, um, you know, the fact that we've been able to uh, export uh, to the pace that we've been exporting at in the first part of the, of the marketing year gives me optimism that we're going to be able to do even better uh, once we get into this Jan Feb time frame when our exports uh, you know tend to pick up even more significantly because it's at that point in time where uh, the Brazilian shipper uh, turns almost its sole attention to exporting soybeans. Yeah so wheat market was up all by itself today was that short covering or is there some geopolitical concern here with what's been going on in the Black Sea? Well, we do have a big short position. Um, you know, three weeks ago, we had a, a record short position across all three contract months. Uh, they have been covering for the last three weeks, and I think they're going to continue to cover. Um, it feels to me, just from a more fundamental standpoint, that wheat prices got cheap enough. We started to see interest uh, uh, from the Chinese and U.S. Um, in U.S. wheat, we had a couple of very large tenders out of Egypt um, for Russian wheat. And, uh, you know, even though the business ultimately went Russian, uh, it was at a price that that the world saw value in. And so it, it felt to me like, you know, wheat was cheap enough, so to speak. Um, now, with, you know, some reescalation of tensions, course the war has been ongoing so i don't yeah. know if that's the right term but with the uh um with the attack on the on the ship in crimea uh, by the ukrainians uh, it certainly raises the specter of some retaliation against ships uh in the black sea uh keep in mind that the ukrainians are still trying to export out of uh the ports that were previously in that um un program and they're doing it without Russian support. And, uh, you know, I'd be pretty nervous right now if I had a, she in the, a ship in the Black Sea, given what had happened uh, uh, to that Russian ship in Crimea. Yeah. Cattle market down today, despite the fact we did have some cash trade in the south of Buckbetter at 172. Um, but the boxes went the other way pretty precipitously. So what was the market trading today? Well, uh, you know, from a fundamental standpoint, clearly it was the boxes. Um, but I, you know, also think that, you know, when you look at the cattle market and you look at the lows that were made a couple weeks ago in the midst of the, you know, all the concerns about the insurance industry and the LRP program and the like, uh, you know, it feels to me like a significant low was made. We've been right. in the midst of some short covering. You're not going to go up every day. Um, the cash is going to start to slowly catch up here. Uh, 
but um, you know, it felt to me like uh, you know there was just a little bit more liquidation going into year end, and uh, uh, that probably as much as anything explains the lower, um, you know, slightly lower cattle prices in futures today. Technically, we also ran up into some chart resistance, don't you think? Yes, we did. Absolutely. Yeah. Hog market uh, lower again here for the most part. Are we still digesting the hogs and pigs report with these concerns about all these upfront supplies? Well, and it's showing up in the nearby cash, right? We're uh, um, we're we are trying to bottom the index. To be fair, we've had a couple of uh, daily upticks. Uh, not every day we've been going up and down uh, with the CME index, uh, but. Most of the uh, a direct market trade has still been trending a little bit lower. Um, that's typical seasonally. And, uh, you know, I think that we're real close to a seasonal low, but you know, we still have a lot of animals and that hogs and pigs report just reiterated uh, the supplies that we have on the front end with the uh, larger than expected uh, numbers of um, heavier weight hogs, uh, as well as all those revisions that we had now, you know, some of those revisions are revising pigs that have already moved through the system. Uh, but, you know, clearly we've had exceptionally good productivity in the hog business, and that's responsible for the increased uh, uh, number of pigs that we have in the system. And, and uh, you know, that's reflective of the lower cash markets that we've had here as of late and, uh, uh, the, the, you know, the size of the seasonal pressure we've had to deal with this year. Thanks, Cam. Can't beetle with Paradigm Futures. That is Markets Now.